0: We're going to finish off our preaching series on the creed today. So this is our last opportunity to read uh, the creed together. We're going to watch a video. I'd really encourage you to declare these truths uh, together in your front rooms or offices, wherever you're sat, uh, to speak these truths out. And then Simone's going to lead us. Uh, so why don't we just, um, uh, why, don't, why don't we follow this video, declare these truths afresh uh, before I introduce Simone to us. is spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, uh, let me introduce our speaker to us this morning. We're so thankful to have uh, Simona Vertigal in our church family and to have her finishing off this preaching series for us. She is a a wonderful woman of God who is uh, infectious with her joy and passion uh, for the things of him. And so we want to learn from her we're so grateful, Simona, for the work that you've put into this uh, preach in preparation for this morning. Uh, not only in this, in the way that you've served our children over this season. My boys, particularly, I say personally, are just, uh, I've really seen them grow in this season through uh, the way that you have uh, Uh, continue to teach them and care for them and uh, uh, we are grateful that us as adults get to enjoy your teaching as well this morning. So without further ado let's uh, hand over and give lots of big whoops to Simona Vertical.
1: Thank you Sam that's really really kind. Um, Yeah I have the privilege to um, speak about the last part of the greet but before I do that I quickly want to um, give you a heads up for next week. So next week our really good friend Wendy Men is coming to speak which is going to be fantastic. She's been really helping us to understand our new identity in Christ and how to live closely with the Holy Spirit. Um, she's got real anointing so do check in next week and uh, listen to her speak, it's going to be amazing. Uh, So we're going to look at the last part of the creed together which says we look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. So today we're going to uh, unpack uh, what it looks like when uh, Jesus comes back, uh, what heaven, God's new world will be like. Now I wonder, um, when you think about the the word heaven or God's new world, what do you think? Never think. Do you think it's going to be really boring, you're just going to float around in the sky on a cloud? Um, do you feel like maybe uh, it's going to be just really strange or you get a bit fearful? I remember growing up as a child, they always thought a bit like, oh, that's forever. And you, you can't quite get your head around it, can you? It's quite hard to understand. Or maybe you're really excited. That's fine as well. Um, I wonder kids if you could draw a picture of what you think heaven will be like Uh, and why don't you ask God when you draw that picture where is God in the picture in heaven and where will you be and what will you be doing together so draw that picture that'll be fun um yeah so i think when you look about the 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 subject of heaven and god's new world you can either have um you can either be on the end of like saying like ah oh, that's for the future i don't have to think about that that's that's not for now jesus is not coming back now it's it's fine i don't bother with thinking about that or you could be at the other end and think like Oh, I need to like um, study the scripture and see the signs and look at everything around me in the news. See what's happening. Is Jesus coming back already? And we're quite obsessed with it. I think wherever we are on the spectrum, I think God has got a message for us today to help us to understand that when God's new world comes, when Jesus comes back, we we are going to meet our maker. And I think that's the most important thing. Not be distracted by other things, but we are going to meet our maker. And it's got huge um, yeah, in, in implications of our, life, of our lives here and now. So shall we read Revelation 21, verse one to four together? Here John, he was on the island of Patmos, and he, he, uh, God gives him a, a really beautiful uh, picture and vision of what heaven will be like, what God's new world will be like. Revelation 1, sorry, Revelation 21, verse 1 to 4. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband, and... It just gets me so excited when when I read this. I mean, when Jesus comes back, the the earth as we know it will be made new, it will be a completely new, new world. It'll be amazing, it'll be a real place. We will have real new bodies. Um, And I know that when you look at the Bible, it says we will never grow old. Uh, There'll be no pain, there'll be no crying, as it says here. It'll be an immense place, bigger than you can ever imagine. It'll be more beautiful than you can ever imagine. It'll be streets of gold. It'll be a river flowing full of life from, from the throne of God. It'll be God on the throne. And we, there's no more no more at night because God Jesus will be the light of day. It's, it's just an amazing place. Where we'll still be working. We'll be working with God together to um, on God's creation. We will, we will be learning more about God. It's an amazing place. But I think... Above all, above all of this, above all the, the beauty, the splendor, the greatness, uh, the, the, the immense, um, um, big, how big it is, above all of that, above no more pain, no more crying, no more sickness. I think the most important thing is that the Bible says is that we are going to meet God face to face. Isn't that exciting? Going to, we're going to meet our God when God's new world comes. We can see Him finally. That really gets me so excited. I hope you do as well. Now, throughout the Bible, we can see that there's a, there's a longing in people's hearts. Like God, show me Your glory. Show me, show me Your beauty in Your temple. The Psalms talk about it, and Moses talks about it. Let's quickly flick through Exodus uh, eighteen verses, uh, verses. Exodus thirty-three verses. 18 to 22. So Moses, he is talking to God, and he's saying, God, please show me your glory. And God said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. Let's jump to verse 20. But he said, you cannot see my face, for, for men shall not see me and live. And the Lord said, behold, there's a place by me where you shall stand on the rock. And while my glory passes by, I will put you on the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand until I've passed by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. He's saying to Moses, in your human mind and in your human, um, in your human form, it's impossible for me to show myself to you. you. You will die. This is how big I am. This is how amazing uh, and I am in, in my full glory. You, you cannot see my face. But then, through Jesus, what he's done, we can see in Revelation 22, verse 3, where it says that when God's new world comes, when we we are in heaven, we can see God face to face. Isn't that incredible? So whilst before it wasn't possible, before God is saying to Moses, no, you cannot possibly see my face. Through what Jesus has done, made it possible for us to enter into this relationship with God so that when God's new world comes, we will see him face to face. This is something that we can really look forward to. Now you might be wondering what relevance does it have for me now, tomorrow, Monday morning, what, what relevance does it have for me to do now that I actually she got face to face? Let's look at this next video to help us understand this. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 12 says Now I see through a mirror dimly, but then I will see face to face. God promises us that when his new world comes, he will show himself to us and we can see him face to face. But already here on the earth, he wants to show glimpses and bits of what he's like until fully when God's new world comes, we can see him fully, completely face to face. It says in Colossians 1 verse 10, it says, we will bear fruit in every good work, we will increase in the knowledge of God so we um, here on the earth already God wants to show himself to us now the question is do we do we just see God as a ticket Jesus as a ticket to go to heaven and we just get really excited about heaven but not really excited about seeing God face to face because that determines what you how you live on this life now determines what you what your view of heaven is like now I don't know about you but it says in, in in Chronicles 16 verses 9 it says for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole world to give strong support to those whose heart is blameless toward him so I often picture like God um, looking to and fro on the earth is looking for hearts that are surrendered and willing for him to pour his power upon and to pour his love upon and to reveal himself already now on the earth for what he's like. Now when I look at my own heart, I don't often always have that heart of surrender. So I don't often know that if, if God would look to and fro the earth and he would see my heart, he would see my heart as somewhere where he can, he can pour his, uh, his greatness into, where he can show himself to. I'm often quite distracted by the things of life, the things I want to buy for my new house or, or what I'm going to have for dinner or, or worries about silly things about my children or worries about money or stress or anxiety. And God is there ready, saying, Simone, I want to show myself to you. I want to reveal myself to you. I want to show myself already so when you get to heaven, you can know me in the best intimate way as possible. But is your heart ready to receive that? I don't know about what it could look like for you as well. Why don't you think about that for a moment? When God would look to and fro on the earth, what will he see in your heart? Will he see a heart that is surrendered, that is open for him to reveal his glory to? And I feel that over the last a few weeks or months, God has been taking me on a journey by the Holy Spirit to reveal stuff that's in my heart, that's not of Him, that's distracting me and helping me to, to deal with them together. He's not a God that says, hey, you should have your heart devoted to me. Why are you looking at these other things? He's like, hey, my Holy Spirit is there. I wanna help you. Let's go on this journey together. Let's Let's sort these things out in your heart so that I can come upon you with power and reveal more of my glory to you, so that when we are finally together in heaven, you have this amazing friendship with me. And I wonder what, what it will be like for you. If you, do you. Do you have this close, intimate relationship with God? It's, not, it's good to read the Bible every day, to have spiritual disciplines. It's really good. But are your prayers really dry? Do you feel like you pray into an empty space? Or do you feel like you've got the Father heart, like you can, you can sit on God the Father's lap and you can look up at him and just say, Father, I love you. I love spending time with you. Will you reveal my heart to you? And then open the Bible and then see what God wants to say to you. This is what God the Father is like. He's like that he wants to pour out his love to us, his children, and he wants to show himself to us. But he's, he's looking for hearts that are surrendered. I would love for us to be a church where God would look at and says, yes, with this church I can work, with these people I can work, because their hearts are completely surrendered to him. And when you do that, you'll get something of God's heart as well, because when you do that, you will, when you get rid of distractions in your life, you, can, you have God's heart for the lost around you, for the people that actually, it says in the Bible, when you don't give, say yes to Jesus, you will not be in God's world together. And then you'll, you'll get that in your heart, that burning sensation of, actually, I want to I take as many people with me to this new world as possible, because that's the best possible way. And then what you carry will be so infectious to the people around you. They want to come with you. They're like, what is, what's up with you? I want to I go with you to this, to this new world, to, to this amazing Father that you know. I think it would be really helpful for us uh, to end in praying together. It's a bit of a dangerous prayer to pray because I've prayed this prayer and I said, I said to God, will you show me, Holy Spirit, what, what's in the way? And then He will start revealing stuff that you don't like. <laughs> but then when you work through that and when that stronghold is gone where Satan comes time and time and pokes you, then he can't come back anymore and then you get the breakthrough and then you'll get more, uh, then you, then you'll get more of God's power and, and God can reveal more of his heart to you. So when you're ready to do that, I would like you to, to pray that prayer with me, prayer of surrender, prayer of saying, God, search my heart and know me. God, when you look to and fro the earth, my heart, I want my heart to be found like a surrendered heart where you can reveal your glory to so that when God's new world comes, we can have this amazing friendship with him that starts already now. So why don't you, my kids as well, I hope you've been having fun drawing, but why don't you know, like, if you want to, adults and kids together, families together, while you open your hands and close your eyes, just to focus, and it's just you between you and God, and pray this prayer with me. Yeah, Father, I wanna, I wanna come to you, and I wanna ask you for, um, yeah, that you will help me to have a surrendered heart. Holy Spirit, will you fill up my heart? Will you help me to, will you search my heart? I give you permission, Holy Spirit, to search my heart. I give you permission to to do away with distractions, to do away with worries and anxieties, until I see only you. Let everything else grow dimly until I see only you. I pray, Holy Spirit, right now, will you fill up our lounges? will you bring what's dead in our hearts back to life and will you reveal your father heart our hearts father our hearts are our hearts are longing for more of you Father, i want more of you i want to see more of you i want to pray that prayer with moses i want to see i want to say father will you reveal your glory to me i don't want to i want to be dissatisfied where i am now i want more of you And I pray, Holy Spirit, right now, that you will come and that you will flood our lounges, flood our bedrooms, and that you will come in power and that you will do away with anything that's not of you so we can be wholeheartedly devoted for you, Father. We do not want these other things. We want only you. Let our hearts be wholeheartedly devoted. When your eyes go throughout the earth, Lord, may my heart be found as a surrendered heart where you can reveal your glory to. Father, I pray that you will surprise us when we're doing the dishes, when we're just going to our job or working from home or playing with our kids. Will you come and will you reveal yourself to us that we will be moved to tears or, or be completely overjoyed with your presence because we know that when we die and when you come back, Jesus, we can have this fullness. We long for it. Jesus, we love to see you face to face. We love to see your face. We I long for that moment, Lord. I'd rather go to you, Lord Jesus. We, we love. That and we pray that you will come and that you'll burn that desire in our hearts, stir that desire up in our hearts, Lord. That we now have a living hope that we can be with our Maker forever in heaven. We pray this in Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much, Simona, for leading us in that. What a wonderful reminder of the hope that we have in Jesus, this wonderful truth. And uh I don't know about you, but I've, I kind of feel really encouraged from this morning, some of the, uh, the words that have been shared throughout this morning, what Simona brought to us. And uh, I, I wanna give us the opportunity to finish off by responding just one more time. I kind of feel like there's a uh, some more response to this. I, I feel like um, God has been really encouraging us throughout this morning to, um, to completely surrender afresh to Him. And uh, I, I just feel like there's some areas that, uh, around the church, kind of watching some people respond. I think there's more to this and uh, I want to encourage us that we should not be uh, settling for uh, just a sense of knocking knees and uncertainty. We should be uh, throwing ourselves afresh onto uh, the hope that we have in Jesus. Re- recommitting ourselves with such confidence uh, to this wonderful truth that Simona has been reminding us of. I think there's uh, some areas in people's lives, some some worries, some anxieties. I would just love for us to respond afresh in a moment. And uh, we're just going to sing a bit of that song again, just in finishing. Uh, but I really want to encourage you to um, to respond personally in this moment, to give yourself afresh in this. I feel as well uh, it was shared this morning uh, about some areas of healing. Somebody uh, shared with us that they felt that God was, uh, going to heal hearts, going to heal heads and chests. So if you feel uh, that there's a something that you're struggling with in that area, then uh, let's trust God for His healing. We've seen that. We've seen wonderful stories in this season of God moving. But I, I really felt like uh, that God would want to strengthen us this morning. That He would want to strengthen our knocking knees. He would want to strengthen our, our backs. He'd want to remind us afresh of of the hope that we have in him. And so uh, in the same way as we've just done, I want to, uh, maybe you'll, you'll just uh, respond in the same way. If you feel that God is highlighting something in your life uh, now, maybe it's an area of healing that you need to trust him for, maybe it's an area of anxiety or uncertainty that you just need to to cast yourself on him afresh, I want to encourage you to give it to him, to throw yourself again on the living hope that we have in Jesus. Father, we're so grateful for this wonderful truth that we have in you. We're so grateful for uh, your fatherhood uh, that allows us to know a peace and security in you. Father, we uh, are so grateful for the reminder that we've just had this morning of the wonderful hope, the future glory that we have in your presence. And uh, uh, and this morning, Father, I want to pray for us where where we are uh, worried, where we are anxious, where we are in a season of turbulence, where we just need to know a fresh sense of your hope, whether that's an area of healing, whether that's an area of, of uh, dryness, whether that's an area of uh, anxiety. Father, we want to say uh, that we cast ourselves on you afresh and the hope that we have in you. Father, we thank you so much that we can rely on you. Thank you that you're faithful. Thank you that you're trustworthy, that as we throw ourselves on you, you are Uh, you you are willing uh, to draw us close as we've heard as well but 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 more so that you're faithful in all things and so father we trust you this morning we take hope this morning we take joy this morning we are strengthened this morning by this wonderful glorious truth that we have in you in your son's precious name we pray amen